tweet at Miriam O'Call. Now, my next guests were last year named Best Folk Group for the second time at the RT Radio 1 Folk Awards, where they also hold the record for most awarded artists. They've just released their third album, Nine Waves. Brothers, Brian August Dermot Madlin, better known as Ye Vagabonds. Good morning to you both. Morning. Thanks so much for coming in. Listen, we're going to chat in a moment. But first, let's hear from your new album, Nine Waves. This is An Island. That's really beautiful, Dermot. I know you wrote An Island. Tell me a little about it and what inspired it. I suppose we were all in a place where we were all a little bit isolated from one another over the last couple of years. And part of it was that. And I was thinking about islands in general and how they're kind of used in literature and in poems and songs and things like that to kind of talk about isolation. But for me... With our connection with Aaron Moore Island and even just, you know, I think everyone in Ireland is an islander. Mm. It didn't really ring true. It didn't really make sense to me that an island would symbolise something like isolation. Because I think of islanders as being outward looking people, people who are connected to the sea and to travelling across seas. And Ireland obviously has a history of emigration. And so there was something I kind of wanted to challenge that idea a little bit. But I suppose it's about maybe partly about that loneliness mm. that we all experienced, but then that sense of togetherness as well. And I think inside or outside of a, a pandemic like we were experiencing, it's something that everyone experiences at different times in their life, like a sense of maybe it being a little bit isolated or a little bit lonely. And um, the fact that we all experience that kind of means that we're all in it together, you know. So yeah. it was kind of about that, I suppose. And Brian, you had mentioned there your connection with Aaron Moore, but it Give me a little pot history of your background, your brothers, where did you grow up and what is the connection with the island? So we're, yeah, we're brothers. We we grew up in Carlow, in a place called Palatine, just outside Carlow town. Mm. But our, our parents weren't from there. Our dad's from Tipperary and our mother is from Ironmore Island up in Donegal. So we kind of spent all our summers there as kids and then we're the youngest of the family. And so once we left home, uh, and moved away. Mom and dad actually retired and moved back to the island. Um, so they're living up there now and our eldest sister and her husband and kids are there and we spend a lot of time there. It's always been a really important place. It's mm. kind of like the family base, I suppose. And we, yeah, we spend a lot of time there. We kind of know the community very well and we, we sing songs that come from there and we're just very interested in the place. Was it brilliant news when they said they were going back for the pair of you? Did you love the fact that they went back to live there? Because you didn't excuse to go there all the time. It was definitely a great move for them <laughs> yeah. at the time. I think the only thing that's, that makes it a little bit tricky is that it's just that bit further away, you know, having a base that's a bit further away. But now it just means that when we do go home, we tend to spend a couple of days up there or even a couple of weeks. So that's nice. Definitely. What, what is Aaron more like? It's an amazing community. Like it's a really amazing place. I was there for a bit of lockdown actually in 2020. It's very close knit. You know, there's about 500 people on the island now. The The population has actually gone up since the last census apparently. So it's Great. it's on the up there. It's an Irish speaking community. Um, there's kind of a real, it's just a, a very strong sense of togetherness. The actual mm. landscape of the island is stunning. You're on a mountain in the middle of the sea kind of looking out over all of Donegal and straight across to the mountains. So the horizon is quite far away and it, I find that's really good just for a bit of headspace. But Sounds beautiful. Yeah. Now, listen, you just released your third album, Dear and Nine Waves. When and where did you record it? 
We recorded it. We started writing it in March in 2021. And then we recorded it. We started in September of that year. Is that right, Breen? Yeah, yeah September, last in, September. Uh, in Hellfire Studios up in the Dublin mountains. But it was kind of, I suppose we started demoing it back in March. So that was kind of the beginning of the recording process in a way. And that happened up in Brian's place in Wicklow. And it was the first time we had been in the same place for a couple of months, which is mental for us because we've just always been sharing a room you know (laughs) we we get pluralised all the time if I go somewhere on my own I'll often be referred to as the lads do you know what I mean it's just people see us as a duo wherever we go so having spent time apart was actually really good for us in a way because it meant just we came together with new material and we were able to surprise each other you know we were able to to show up and play these tunes and songs we've been working on and it was really energizing you know even just general news about what we've been up to you know yeah, what I mean? not like, being tired yeah. of each other's stories knowing every detail of each other's lives was actually probably good for our just our friendship you know were you always really close i'm fascinated by the dynamics of siblings so you've three older sisters you're the only two boys were you always very close Not really. I think we were always in close proximity to one another. (laughs) Sharing a room. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And that sometimes makes for, you know, not so much closeness. You need to create kind Mm. of artificial forms of separation between you. So you're always like, I'm not like that. I'm not, you know, you have to have things that are different about, you know, one another. I think it was when I was about 15, Dermot was about 19. That was when like we met as friends in a way for the first time. It was interesting. It was like all of a sudden we discovered that we had a lot in common. And I think, you know, the age gap, you know, between say 12 and 16 might seem huge, but between 16 and 20 might Mm. not. So um, it all evaporates when you get a bit older. Yeah, exactly. Tell me about the huge revival. I mean, there really has been in folk music here in recent years. I mean, you're very much part of this new generation, including people like Lisa O'Neill, taking folk into a whole new territory, aren't you? What's interesting is right now, for whatever reason, there's a renewed interest, a public interest. People are kind of turning back towards something. Maybe it's something cyclical, you know, that's the only... Maybe our kids will all be playing 80s music. I don't know, but like, who knows? God forbid. synth pop bands, yeah, Yeah. power ballads. Where did the music, like, well, you grew up in Carlo, although obviously your parents have gone back to Aramore, but where did the music come from? Was there always a lot of music at home? There would have been. Our parents were like always knocking around folk clubs around Carlo or singing clubs or having music in the house. There would always be sing songs and our sisters all play. And then our, our eldest sister, when Fiona, when I would have been about eight, maybe, when Fiona and Jesse started going out. Yeah. And Fiona married a, a really great fiddle player called Jesse Smith, who then kind of taught me to play the fiddle. Really got me going into Irish music in a big way, I suppose. There was like, I had a teacher in Carlo called Dave Sheridan as well. He was fantastic. Yeah, we were both in a very good choir as well when we were. We had, uh, yeah, it's true. We, we kind of had, there was music coming from all directions, but I guess uh, a few big catalysts. We met Miles O'Reilly at uh, Body oh, and yeah. Soul Festival. Super talented. And yeah, you know, Miles is brilliant mm. in every way and he's just been a really great friend and kind of he's mentored us in lots of ways as well and kind of brought us to, to new audiences and stuff. But when we met Miles and he took an interest, we were such admirers already. Funny enough, Miles O'Reilly's on our show here next week. Now, listen, you're in the middle of your tour, your nationwide tour. Where can people hear you next? We are all over the country. We're going to be in Cork on uh, this midweek so on Wednesday 22nd isn't it yeah Yeah, that's right we're in the Everyman Theatre on Wednesday we're in Lep 
out in West Cork, we're in Wexford, we're in Ballykeith Amphitheatre in Kilkenny. And then later into July, we're elsewhere as well. We've got a couple of festivals. There's the Other Side Festival in Slane. There's a gig in Emma, closer to Dublin as well. So yeah, we're, we're playing And you're in Aranmore tonight. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. In early spur. Yeah. Safe journey. Well, look, the very best of luck for the rest of your tour. Before you go, we're going to hear from you again. Also taken from your new album, Nine Waves. This is Blue is the Eye. Thanks so much, Brian and Jeremy. Thank you. Thanks a million.